Hey guys, welcome back to R&B Podcast. What's good, y'all? We Hi. have our friend here, Latif. <laughs> oh, shit, my bad. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in light of the coronavirus pandemic, we are all recording from three separate locations. I'm at my house, Robert is at his house, and Latif is in LA in his house. Yes, we are all strictly on the quarantine. You know, we following directions so we can have this shit be over as soon as possible. But Latif, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I'm gay. Just I'm me. gay. I like long walks on the beach, but six feet apart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I I moved to Los Angeles three years ago. I used to live in Florida um, with those two, and I think being here, we've like. Not necessarily that we're hit hard, but we are a major city. So mm-hmm. our mayor's like, oh, girl, no, we got to close this shit down. So we're on lockdown right now. And they just announced the official lockdown yesterday, which took place um, at midnight up until April 19th. So, I mean, I was... a long time. <laughs> I know. I mean, I was, I was doing what they said we can do prior to them announcing it. But, you mm-hmm. know, like, not everyone is following the same, like, rule set. Yeah. So, I mean, like, not much has changed for me in, pers- like, in, you know, in regards to, like, going outside, like, leaving the house and doing shit like that. But now everyone has to follow the same rules. I so, guess, yeah. My question is, like, what is, like, okay, so you're on lockdown. What does that mean? Because, you know, us in, us in Orlando, we're supposed to be on the self-quarantine, but what's the difference between the quarantine and the lockdown? Well, I mean... The first thing I thought about when, like, when I heard lockdown is, like, oh my god, I can't leave the fucking house. Like, how the fuck am I going to eat? Like, we're going to be stuck in here. But we just can't leave the house for non-essential things. So we are able to go to the grocery store. Still, um, we're able to go um, to the banks. We're able to go to the doctors. Um, they are also encouraging us to like walk outside, like go for bike rides. We can still go on hikes and shit like that. We just can't be with people well I mean, we can be with people but like we have to be six feet apart so like let's say if i go to like a grocery store or go hiking like i just can't be like all up in their ass you know what i mean like i have to be six <laughs> feet behind them yeah and i think that's like obviously that's what we're doing here but it's not mandated but mm-hmm. I, something that i think we need to clarify to our audience <laughs> is what social distancing and self-quarantine really mean because yeah. i personally from social media have seen a lot of people claiming mm-hmm. to be social distancing and self-quarantining, but what they're doing is having house parties. They think that, <laughs> oh, because I'm not out at a restaurant or a bar, then, mm-hmm. like, that's adequate. But this girl posted on her Instagram story, she was in her house, quote-unquote, social distancing, but she had, like, 10, 15 people in her house, and they were all hitting the same bong. And I'm like, y'all know that all of y'all are infected now, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's so whichever crazy. Whichever one of you had it, if, mm-hmm. if at all, just yeah. infected all of you, because... It, yeah, you can hang out in groups of less than 10, but you guys should still not be right up against each other, you know? Yeah, yeah I would, absolutely. I mean, I would say that I was, like, guilty of this before because, I mean, I get the whole, like, mindset of our age group of, like, oh, yeah, it's not that serious, blah, blah, blah. It's only for old people. We're also going to go ahead and dispel that while yeah. as, as the podcast goes on. But, I mean, St. Patty's Day, my friend um, had people over, and we were, like, I was, I was over, and I was kind of weird about it at first. I mean, I was, like, 
ooh, like, you know, like, yikes, this is a lot of people, da, da, da. But it was, like, of course, all people that I know, which is still not an excuse. And we were, uh-huh. like, playing, like, beer pong and shit like that. And it's, like, when you think about it, like, uh, if somebody has it, I definitely <laughs> would have gotten it. I mean, I don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I feel fine or whatever. But I, I'm starting mm-hmm. to – I think that for us to get a handle on this overall mm-hmm. coronavirus situation, everyone's going to have to take it seriously. It's just going to be yeah. very hard to get people our age group to take it seriously. Yeah. yeah, and I, I was hanging out with my friend Kat the other day, and we were definitely all up in each other's shit. But the reason that I felt comfortable is because I have been around her this mm-hmm. entire time. So yeah. if, if, if she's infected, I'm infected. Like, I've we went to Tampa together. Like, we mm-hmm. were sleeping in the same bed, you know, yeah. so... And she Ooh. hasn't seen anyone else, so <laughs> probably she's the only Lesbians. friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just a little hanky-panky. I'm just kidding. Well, but... Well, if you know what I mean, like she's probably the only friend that I'm gonna uh-huh. hang out with because Robert asked me to record yesterday, and yeah. I was like, Yeah, I'm down to record, but from a distance because I know he had been to that party. And yeah. not that I'm saying any of them have it, but I would like to but, not yeah, put that... myself at risk, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the same thing applies to people who like live with roommates. Like, I have two other roommates, and we've been around each other the past like a week, and we mm-hmm. have, I mean, it's not like we've been like social distancing. Oh, I can't even say that. Social distancing because like we live with each other. So, mm-hmm. like, but we're also like not at all up on each other. But it's like mm-hmm. we, it's fine because we've been with each other the past like two weeks or whatever. So, it's like mm-hmm. if they had it or if I had it by now, we, have already had it even if we aren't showing symptoms so it's best to like just stay in the house and like limit outside around each other yeah yeah it's like because like, if you're with the same people you know what i mean like it's not like we have to be like secluded and like separate parts of the house or anything yeah but... and obviously like you being with your roommates <laughs> yeah. you're not you guys all have separate rooms you know you're not yeah. in the bathroom at the same time so it's like yeah. you know you still in a sense are social distancing from each other you know and i live with my parents and stuff so I mean, mm-hmm. my mom is a nurse practitioner, so, yeah. I mean, she's in contact with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, she's taking the precautions necessary because she works in hospice, and so she goes to a lot of, like, assisted living facilities and things like that. But they've, you know, from the beginning, they've all been on lockdown, so they haven't had any visitors. So, most likely, they're not going to be the ones that are affected by this, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, like, to go back quickly to what you were saying about social distancing and people, like, not really understanding it. Um, yeah, so, like, I was, like, literally on the computer, and I feel like the gay world is, like, literally its own fucking entity. And I'm like, girl. Oh, that... definitely. Someone's like, we're doing shots at my house. I'm like, okay, I see, like, ten and a half people. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. half. It's a dog. <laughs> girl, I'm like... Y'all are over here taking shots and like doing things like that's not what self quarantining means and like not like like we like have these house parties that people are having and also I like people there was this Miami like white party that just took place I'm not even sure maybe the beginning of March or I'm mm-hmm. not, it, but it's really recent like it was during like the whole like maybe we should like not before be Miami closed down. Yes, and like it was like this gay party that a lot of like circuit queens went to. If you're not if you're not sure what a circuit queen is, no um, Google it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just Google it. Well, a, a quick run, like circuit queens, like those like the muscle gays who like go to like these like underground parties and like they're just dancing for hours and hours and hours, probably like doing like I don't know whatever drug yes, you yes, take. Yeah. yeah, so like to be dancing all night and like I'm guessing it's just like something important to them. And there was this Miami party and like. We're all like, you know, maybe people shouldn't go because, like, we're supposed to be, like, social distancing. And, girl, like, a circuit party is, like, a fucking can of sweaty-ass muscles, like, sardines. 
Yeah, and, like a big ass like little sweaty orgy. Yes, and they're all so close to each other. And the reason why LA's um, numbers went up is because people came back from Miami with Corona. Damn. So it's Girl. like we were fine, but like the fact that they came back and they got tested in LA, that means our numbers went up. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who are on. That's like, why in- y'all are on lockdown right now. And you know, that's yes. exactly, you know, that's why San Francisco is on lockdown because they got hella gays there and they probably all went to Miami and got coronavirus. Yes. And it's like, you know, I'm happy that we are on lockdown now because like the quicker we're on lockdown and like, everyone's following the same fucking thing, the quicker we can all just get up, like ahead of this shit and get back to some sort of like sort of sense of normalcy. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, like, is it really that important to go out? It's like, listen, summer is like right around the corner. Like, stay your ass you outside. Yeah. yeah, well, girl. <laughs> I know, girl. I'm, I mean, like, if we all follow something and, like, at least do something big together, like, there's a better we'll be able chance. To, like, contain it. Like, yeah, um, there's a better chance. But, like, if we're, like, not doing anything and we're still going out, like, living our lives day to day, like, yeah, like, you're. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that, like, people need to know the reasoning for it. So I'm going to go ahead and give the reason as to why we're doing the whole social distancing thing. Because, I mean, it's so easy to be like, oh, yeah, you know, don't go hang out with your friends. Don't do this. But, like, people need to understand the why. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we're doing that is because what we're trying to do right now is we're trying to slow down the curve. So, like, if you think about it in terms of, like, a graph, like, once people start getting coronavirus and it becomes out of control, the curve spikes dramatically. So if we can slow mm-hmm. down that curve of the people getting the virus, number one, that's stopping people, like a, a large amount of people from uh, arriving at the hospitals. Because if we all get coronavirus at the same time, uh, there's like a, more than over millions of people in the United States. There's not enough hospital beds. So that's actually what happened in, in yeah. Italy. In that, Italy, like, yeah. Everyone got sick at the same like, time. People weren't able to, like the hospitals and nurses and stuff like that, there was not enough workers to help all the people that were getting sick. So that curve exploded and they ended up having to start like being like, okay, well, if you're this age, you know, like when you called, you had to tell them how 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 old you were, what symptoms you were feeling, and that was going to like you know tell if you would be able to get you know hospital service or whatever. So we don't take that seriously in the in the freaking United States. All of us are going to you know be at risk of not only getting it at the same time, but not being able to re- to receive the medical care that we need to you know to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, because and- the U.S. is not. Um, equipped with the amount of ventilators going to be needed if this spreads rapidly. And um, yeah, as you said, in Italy, this exploded and everyone got sick at the same time and then everyone needed medical attention. But if we practice self-quarantining, then less people will get infected and we can quote or quote unquote flatten the curve. That's what the term they've been using for it. Um, And slow the spread of the virus. And I think a lot of people also need to be educated on the fact that just because you contracted coronavirus doesn't mean that you get admitted to the hospital. Only the most serious cases of coronavirus get admitted. So you may contract coronavirus and test positive and have to self-isolate, meaning that if you're in a house with people like other family, friends, whatever roommates you have, you need to choose a room in your house to be quarantined in. And that's going to be where you sleep, where you eat, where you hang out until the virus subsides, which is 14 days after symptoms. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be by yourself for a long time. So people, I think, need to stop also rushing to the emergency room when they, they feel sick because it's not just feeling sick, feeling sick that's going to get you admitted. You know what I mean? It's going to have to be like respiratory yeah. illness, not just a fever. Yeah. 
because there's a lot of yeah. people who are asymptomatic or just febrile mm. or have a cough that have coronavirus that you can't go to the hospital for that. So please don't even like, don't even waste your time getting your hospital bill hiked up to five grand just from going to the emergency room, you know, just keep yourself healthy. Yeah, I, I think it's also mostly to like how media is, it's just like this so this is information yeah. overload mm-hmm. and I feel like everyone is getting information from everywhere and it's extremely overwhelming. Yeah. So something that I did is that I deleted my Facebook. Girl, what you staring over there? Some tea? You hear it? <laughs> yes, bitch. Sorry. <laughs> I like how I'm like, okay. It's like really clear now. <laughs> super clear um so for me i I deleted my social media accounts um i still have instagram because like i think that's like the the one i'm more like in tune to when it comes to information and shit like that but like i deleted my twitter for the time being until like a little bit more information comes out and i definitely deleted facebook because girl the information that's on there it was too much it was three much so i think that it's information overload, so everyone's like feeling super like antsy. It's also fucking allergy oh, season. So everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sneezing, like I got yes. a little tickle in my throat. Like, girl, my room is literally right next to a tree. I'm like, mm. <laughs> like literally scratch my fucking throat. <laughs> and yeah, so I think people are just like afraid, like they're going to the hospital. And I was like, like you were saying, like they're most likely going to turn you away yes. because. You're not like that not sick. everyone is gonna have yeah like not everyone's gonna have like the same symptoms. This mm-hmm. is for people who have like like who are hit hard with it, whose immune system needs that extra Help. amount of like medical attention. Yeah. Because like my roommate said, he had a couple of friends who um, got it, and not everyone's gonna have the same like things. Like they might just tell you to like st- like you said, stay home mm-hmm. and self isolate. But there's some people who feel like there's like a big fat man like just yeah. sitting on your chest and it just feels like oh, so really? heavy and like yeah. you can barely breathe oh, and then like you have like like a, a like a hacking cough that those are the ones that, that need to go um, in <laughs> that needs to go and mm-hmm. yeah and those are the ones that are most likely might be um, dealing with that you know that twenty percent less lung capacity once their body heals it because yes. they're only relying on your body to heal it because there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no treatment um, for it necessarily. There's no treatment. They just treat your symptoms. Yeah. So that's also a point Mm -hmm. that we wanted to make to everyone is that the serious cases of uh, the coronavirus, um, even if you make it out of it, you have 20 to 30 percent reduced lung capacity after you're healed. So you can be healed from it and you're going to have respiratory problems for the rest of your life, which is very, very scary. And that's why everyone really needs to take this seriously, because we're we're 25, 26, 27 here. Imagine getting coronavirus time. and then ending up with like lung problems for the rest yeah. of your life. That's a long Man, I mean, time. Yeah. I need to, we need to go down. ahead and like dispel the rumor of like it's just older people that are like, yeah, like they might be the only ones mm-hmm. like dying, but don't get it twisted. There is people our age group that are, are going to the hospital and having those things affect dying. their lives, you know, for the rest of their lives. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's super important to be like, because that's that's the only thing that's going to be able to get our age group to stay their asses inside the house to be like, hey, this is also affecting you. Because the media has always been pushing the whole narrative of, oh, it's just older people, protect the older people. But it's like, even if you don't want to do that because we're selfish, protect yourself. And by, by protecting yourself, mm-hmm. you're also protecting everyone else. Yeah, and being yeah. young doesn't mean you're not going to die. Even if you yeah. contract it, you can still die from it. There was a, a 34-year-old man who just died from it after visiting Disney World and Universal. 
he died. He's 34 years old. That's our age group. That is the millennial age group. You know, people need to yeah. stop being stupid. And it's like, okay, yeah, it may be harder for you to contract it because you're a young person and your immune system is strong, but let that virus take control of your respiratory system. And then you're going to yeah. be dead, you know, and yeah. people need to behave like they do have it because there's not enough tests in the u.s right now for every person to get tested and you can be asymptomatic and still carry the virus and you're still going around your parents you're still going around your friends you're still getting everyone else infected with it so the government said that you need to behave like you have the virus and people need to stop acting like oh i don't have a cough i don't have a fever so obviously i'm good Mm -hmm. you don't you don't know that um i just elba that uh actor he tested positive for coronavirus and he has not one symptom of it he's perfectly fine but he is he has the coronavirus so people need to stop being like negligent with you Mm. know oh i'm gonna have a house party because i'm self-quarantining like girl no and i want to like give this um public service announcement going to the beach is not (laughs) self-quarantining Girl, there are so many people at, at the beach right now, at Clearwater Beach. I know, I think Daytona closed and Panama City Beach finally closed. But there were so many people sitting on the beach. And they were saying, oh, we're staying six feet apart from each other. I'm like, you know what happens at, you, at the beach? There's breeze. There's a lot of breeze. So let one person sneeze into that breeze. And that yeah. six feet is, like, increased to, like, 12 yeah. feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's <laughs> Y'all crazy. It's like we were laughing at that in um in los angeles we have a lot of things here we have drug problems we have <laughs> vegan options but <laughs> 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 we were literally all like girl do you see what's happening in florida right now the amount of people that i saw at that goddamn beach i think our beaches are close here too and i mean don't quote me on that girl because i don't go out but <laughs> The amount of people that I'm like, wow, even if there wasn't a pandemic happening, y'all are still too goddamn close to each other. Like, it was so, it was so packed. It was so packed. Because a lot of people are uh, like, oh, I understand what's going on, but it's still my spring break. Yes. Yes. It's like, well, you're not going to have a summer. You're not going to have a fall. You're not going to have a winter. If you don't, yeah, it's like, y'all need to like take this seriously. I know that it's hard for people to kind of just like, give up on their plans because it just seems so like abrupt like it just came kind of like out of nowhere and and, like it increased so quickly but i think Mm -hmm. that should be a drawing point for it damn maybe i should just stay my ass home because it's like to 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 offer a sense of like positivity it's like if we all acted on this together as we've seen in like other countries like china Italy, France, and how quickly they responded to it. If we did that as Americans, mm-hmm. the quicker we all come together to stay our asses home, like even for like two weeks, which is what it was supposed to be, but people kept going yeah. out and like doing things and like increasing mm-hmm. it. Now it's a fucking yeah. month. And like, if you keep doing the same thing, it's gonna be like, girl, it's literally gonna take forever to get a top of this. Like, I, I, girl, I wanna go. I wanna go out. I wanna see my friends. I like yeah. want to like go back to working. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I and like you guys going out just for this this one day of fun. It's just risking everyone else's lives. It's like just let's just stay inside. I know it's not like reasonable for everyone or feasible for everyone to do it, but I mean just just limit your contact as much as possible, and that would do yeah. like a tremendous yeah, it's amount. Not, it's just not worth it. And you know, I mean, you in general, I just think that like over. I think this should be our last plan about like the whole self quarantine thing because we don't want it to all be about that. But like you know, just like you yeah. said, it's 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 for the greater good, and as long as everyone you know complies, mm-hmm. then we can go ahead and like you know, 
to go ahead and deal with the rest of the issues. Like I think one of a, a main issue now that we're going to have to deal with is our economy and what's happening mm-hmm. in terms of like jobs, yeah. like all of us can talk about our own mm-hmm. personal experience as to what's going on with our job situation. But it's like, shit is hitting the fan when it comes down to that. So it's like, we can't even deal with that yeah. until we deal with the first thing, you know, like yeah. me, 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 yeah. me personally, I okay. work at um, universal studios and what happened first of all is that like obviously Disney closed and then to be honest, whatever Disney ends up doing, Universal ends up following. So Disney closed first and then uh, Universal closed behind it. And um, at first we were getting paid the uh, minimum wage, the federal minimum wage because I'm a server. So servers, mm-hmm. the federal minimum wage was $8 and 50 cents. So obviously, mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. we were like, oh, okay, this is bullshit. Like we can't, who is surviving off of eight dollars and fifty cents? So, our you know, as servers, we start with well, we like. I know, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. actually, but as, <laughs> as servers, we like went back and we were like talking to our managers and we were like, you know, this is something that we can't handle. Blah blah blah. I mean, the main reason why we ended up doing it is because we have hosts and like cooks in our restaurant, and they were getting paid their normal wage. So, I mean, a host at Margaritaville makes right. fifteen dollars an hour. And a cook makes mm-hmm. seventeen to eighteen mm-hmm. while we're while while we're making eight fifty. It's like, come on, like that's yeah, that's making any sense. That's so, not fair. I mean, uh, the <laughs> managers ended up going mm-hmm. back and fighting for us, and now we're getting paid thirteen dollars an hour. But I mean, that's not the case for everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people. My friend works yeah. um down like pretty much down the road from us, uh, not even down the road, a walking distance at City Walk, and they are not contracted by Universal Studios, so they're a third party, and they. They were told mm-hmm. that, you know, they don't have a job any longer and that they need to apply for um, unemployment. Yeah. Unemployment? So oh, it's wow. like. Yeah. Yeah. These are so these are people scary. who had a job making 60 to $70,000 a year. And now they're like, now they're unemployed. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. 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 For, to no income. And, you know, a lot of servers and a lot of people just in general didn't have money saved up, which is obviously like irresponsible because you should always have like money in your bank account, in your savings account, just in case anything happens. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and that's just the reality of the situation. And guess what, guys? Rent is still due, mortgages still due. And I know they did like, um, what uh, what did they call it, Robert? Yeah, the pause they suspended on, on mortgage and rent. They suspended it. Yeah, but what people are not understanding is like, okay, let's say they suspend your mortgage for two months. At the end of that two-month period, you're mortgage for those two months is still due it doesn't just start over and like act like you guys get to skip those months Mm -hmm. it it accrues it just doesn't accrue interest yeah and so let's say your mortgage is two thousand dollars and you miss two months at the end of that two months you owe four thousand dollars yeah so it's like even though that may be beneficial for the moment if you don't have the money right now you're not gonna have double the money next month yeah especially if you're not working especially with how Exactly. And the unemployment rate for the US right now is like at 3.5%. And they said that it could soar to 20% unemployment, meaning that 32 million Americans can be without jobs after this, Mm -hmm. which is just incredible. And obviously, our government is going to be in a recession and possibly a depression after this, which is something that we haven't seen in decades. So it's a very scary time. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't really like the whole whole, like uh, discussion of like, oh, well, you weren't being like financially responsible because I'm like, there's nobody who can afford to miss four paychecks. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how poor you are. There is Mm -hmm. nobody on this world who had that much money saved up to the point where they're missing I mean, no, there are like, though. That's, 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 there's a lot of rich people in the no, world. Well, besides, yeah, that is the, 
Yeah. Yeah. That, like is, that, is, that is the one percent. Mm-hmm. Even even more than your average American. Even like the richer people. This the, that's the one percent that can afford to do that. Even if you're super rich, you live mm-hmm. a certain lifestyle where you have a whole bunch of bills. Yeah. You know, like you have fancy cars. You have a really nice mansion. You can't afford to miss four paychecks. Yeah. Yeah. And like- uh, yeah, and that's what you know. I know the government is trying to give like a million, oh, I'm sorry, a trillion dollar bailout to businesses, small businesses, large businesses, and corporations in order to stimulate the economy to prevent us from falling in, into a, a recession. Um, but you know, why can't they just like alleviate student loans and then people like instead of having that three hundred dollar a month student loan yeah. payment, you could be spending that you know stimulating the economy, buying cars, buying whatever. Uh, clothes, the doing this, doing that, you know, whatever to stimulate the economy versus like all of these a- a big corporations like airlines mm-hmm. and like motor companies getting bailouts when you know they have money in the yeah. bank, you know, and all of their executives are getting paid like a million dollars a year. Oh my God, you got a pay cut and now you're only getting $500,000 a year. Wow, that sucks, you know? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like this country and like even the world has always been a, like it's the whole point is to benefit people who are rich it's never, it's never. Yeah, they control yeah, everything. It's, it's never been about the benefit of people who are poor. People who are poor or broke or whatever the fuck the case may be are always like penalized a lot more than their rich counterparts, which is why you never see mm-hmm. like Paris Hilton or whatever the fuck like go to jail when they do yeah. something illegal because money always buys everything. And that's the case now. Yeah. I feel like with social media, we're starting to see it a lot more. So hopefully things start changing because I feel like we're a little bit more cognizant about the realities of the world. I feel like back in the past, we didn't have like a world of information at our fingertips. And now we're just like, huh, Mm. that's interesting. Like I can barely afford to eat, but these rich people are (laughs) able to get bailouts. You know what I mean? But Kylie Jenner just gave her daughter a diamond ring. Yeah, so it's just like, (laughs) it's just, it doesn't make sense. And like, to speak on my behalf, like, I'm a freelance wardrobe stylist. And living in Los Angeles, girl, everyone here freelances. And everyone here works in the entertainment business, whether it's as a photographer, as a video editor, as a stylist, as a model, as an actor. And we've all been hit hard, so much so that we're just like, it's unrealistic for the economy to expect people to pay all these bills knowing that Mm -hmm. all of us are out of jobs and like even if we did have money saved or even if we were working before we were not you know obligated to stay home it's like we're obligated to stay home for a month you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. at at least least, at minimum minimum. and it's just like you know it's going to be increased too they just say in a month to not have people freak out (laughs) yeah so it's just like you know i mean yeah, like, I'm confident that we'll get back, we'll get into the swing of it and, like, make it, you know, like, we'll it'll be normal to us to, like, be home, whatever, for a little bit of time. But it's like, girl, like, what mm-hmm. are we all supposed to do for work? And the people who are being classist in these comments that I've been reading online, um, to go back to what you were saying, like, people should have money saved up. But let's say people mm-hmm. had money saved up for a rainy day. What if that rainy day was last mm-hmm. month before the fucking pandemic? Now, you know what I mean? I like, know, and now right? what? And, like, People in the comments that I've been reading um, on Instagram, some people are like, well, I have money saved up. You should do that. It's like, why are you putting the blame on a person who's just trying to get get by? You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah, because we all know the way that money works in this country. You could work a 40-hour week, work week every week and still not be able to afford it. (laughs) Exactly. And it's just like, you can't put the blame on people. Like, we're literally just trying to survive. 
And mm-hmm. I mean, they did put like, like you would say, they put a halt on like, um, like rent and stuff like that. I think in LA, like they can't even evict people. And I'm, up, I'm always an optimistic Pisces. I think that as this, I know <laughs> as this generation, I feel like we will pick ourselves up because we are so used to mm-hmm. the way things are that we will figure out mm-hmm. something. Like tell a millennial we can't do shit. We're like, okay, girl, well, I'll figure it out. So I feel like we, yeah, like, like <laughs> girl, I feel like we will figure something out. But the truth of the matter is, like, we might end up in a recession, and that sucks. But I am going to try and get a loft at a super cheap price. So when the economy picks back up, we'll be good to right. go. But it's just like you know, like it just it just sucks because everyone's out of work and like no one has money. And like you can tell someone to apply to a job that is still open, like at a grocery store or at a bank, but everyone can't yeah. get a job there. Yeah, exactly. There's only so many jobs yes. available. And you know, the only people I I was thinking about this, but I'm like, YouTubers are banking right now. They are so Girl, lucky because they can stay record home. from in their house, <laughs> post a video, stay home, not have to talk to anybody, yeah. and they're still casual. No, I don't know. I was always like listening out. to you and how you say that like you're like optimistic. I mean, obviously people, I mean our viewers or whoever listens knows that I'm definitely more pessimistic. I'm just thinking about how like Yeah. No matter what, like in terms of my my industry, even when like we are allowed to yeah. go back to work and we're able to start like mm-hmm. you know serving tables and like getting that money and stuff like that, that like th- that won't happen mm-hmm. for at least a year because when you when you yeah. when you really think about it, Ooh. the only time that people are vacationing to Florida is when they have money. So if you are just now starting mm-hmm. to go back to work, you're trying to pay off that mortgage that you know just hit you back. You're trying to pay for everything that like you know mm-hmm. you're trying to get back on track. You're not. There's like uh, the whole idea of a vacation is not even in your mind. So for, for people who work yeah. at Universal and mm-hmm. Disney, the places exactly. that are vacation destinations, we it's it's going to be rough yeah. for a while because this is this is yeah. like dried out everything yeah. to the point where it's like it's not like a hurricane where uh, like mm-hmm. you know. You are you're out mm-hmm. for like a week or two, but once it's over, it's over and it's passed. No, we're gonna feel this for quite a while, for a mm-hmm. long time. For a while. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like since you guys have told about your job position, I'll tell about mine. So Robert and I are both in the service industry, but um, he works more with the theme parks, and so a lot of his business comes from um, tourism, whereas my restaurant we get a lot of business from tourism, but all, also a lot from conventions. Um, since we're really close to the convention center and um, you know all conventions of course have been canceled for the time being so my restaurant before this was already really <laughs> yeah. slow and now that all of these businesses and corporations are having to lay off most of their employees mm-hmm. I don't know when they're going to start conventions back up and so like I don't have a paycheck at this point and um, I'm actually scheduled to work today at 4.30, which I'm going in for. And there's only five servers scheduled for the night when on a Friday night, there'd probably be like 20 plus servers. Um, and I didn't mention this to you guys, but while we started recording this um, episode, my manager actually sent out a message to everyone, letting everyone know that today is the last day for shift. So from today on, there's no more shifts. So I'm actually so working the last shift of like, our restaurant. Are they going to do the and hourly wage thing? or So, yeah, I believe so. Uh, so my restaurant is switching because we were doing like a takeout menu and encouraging the takeout menu. But now, and then we we're having dine in and they were separating the tables by six feet. But now we're closed on the for dining and we're only allowing takeout, which the managers are going to do themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know... Um, 
I don't want to say like who I work for or anything, but I know that my uh, restaurant group were saying that they're going to give paid sick mm-hmm. leave. Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure what that looks like and how we're going to be receiving yeah. that. Um, but I think that we will see some sort of return from it, um, which is great. But I'm, I'm, I feel lucky that I'm one of the five people who get to work tonight, even though obviously I prefer not to be mm-hmm. around strangers. But I mean, like, there's people who haven't been able to, to work all week and this was like their only source of income and they have families yeah. and stuff like that, you know? So um, I know that president Trump is supposed to be giving out um, checks to every mm-hmm. adult um, in the country to help them, which, which is supposed to be like a $1,200 check per adult and then $500, you know, per child, um, which is great. And, you know, I completely appreciate that because they really don't mm-hmm. have to do that um in a sense (laughs) i know i I don't know i guess i have like i have thoughts on that just because like i mean obviously okay so going to that money and going to like the whole presidency right now we're supposed to be like voting and stuff like that but it's like okay so we're on a quarantine that you want us to be strictly you know prohibited to but then at the same time you want us to go stand Mm -hmm. out in lines to vote it's like at this at this point there's Mm -hmm. no way that he's not going to be president again and the other part that's like kind of shitty is that like He's done a lot of fucked up shit, but now all that shit's going to be wiped under the carpet because he's he's going to be the president who got us through the coronavirus. And he he's gave us money and he was so strong and he was our leader. And it's like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, 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 it's just to me that all that is bullshit. I still disagree with him as a person. I disagree with his morals yeah. and all that stuff. And just to know mm-hmm. that this coronavirus is working in his favor is shit. Um. Yeah, but you know what? That's an opinion yeah. because that's how you feel. But I feel the complete opposite because I think that this could have been more under control if he would have taken it seriously from the beginning. Because when we had our first case of coronavirus in the U.S., he said, oh, it's just one traveler that went to China. Don't worry, we have it under control. When we didn't have it under control and he lied to the public saying we have enough tests and Mike Pence has to come behind him saying, no, we do not have enough tests. And I think there's a lot of mistrust mm. with our president at yeah. this point. People don't believe what he's saying because he doesn't have a lot of um, information about what's going on and he's not leading the country in the right Mm. direction and from a federal standpoint he's told all the state officials like the governors of the states you guys need to step up and take control when it's like this should be coming from the federal government this is a issue larger than state governments why are we the ones having to figure this out when you know we have limited resources and he's the president of the united states he no one has a bigger say than him and he's basically passing off the responsibility to uh state um, just to chime in real quickly um yes i do think that you know this is all opinion based in regards to, like the president and mm-hmm. i was actually talking to some high school friends the other day about it and like you know the conspiracy theorists are like you know this is in line with the whole like president nomination and shit and like how this is supposedly supposed to be going on until November. How convenient is that? But I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go deep right. into that because that's all he said. She said. Oh, I can't even talk. That's all he said. She said, and that's all personal opinions. <laughs> um, if you yeah. need to know, I do not like President Trump. Um, no. I none we, of us do. <laughs> I do not like him. And I think you know, Robert. Like what you're saying, like you think that oh, someone just paid me two hundred dollars. <laughs> oh shit, hold on. Oh, anyway, bad uh, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, ooh, girl, hold on. But no, um, like you were saying, like you think that this is going to benefit him. 
I think 150% the opposite. And that's not even me being an optimistic person. I have been tuned into people's response to how this is being handled. Other countries are appalled by how America is handling this. My friend is literally stuck in Canada right now because they're not allowing um, domestic, like, traveling. Well, not even domestic because she's in Canada. But they're not, they're not allowing international traveling. So she's literally stuck in Canada. And she said their response of Canada to this yeah. virus is night and day to America. And they're looking, like, people are looking at America like, what the fuck is wrong with you? The only people that are going to still be loyal to people uh, to Trump are people who are sheep, who have no sense of the real world, who are letting their party dictate their actions, who have no say in like how the rest of the world is handling it, and who only who go, only on, go Facebook on Facebook for information. for information. Those are the people <laughs> who are going to vote for him. Like. I'm not even mm-hmm. the least bit of biggest, like, but the Biden fan, like, at all. Like, I do not like him. But there's absolutely no way that, pe- like, that Trump is going to get a landslide victory. Like, the people who are still rooting for him in comments, like, people are like, are you kidding me? We're literally on a fucking lockdown. We're going to have a recession. And there's a timeline of him lying about this coronavirus and trying to downplay it mm-hmm. since January. Mm-hmm. And that's why and that's we're here. Yeah, there's, that's why like, we're in this I position. cannot imagine someone saying, you know what? You know, Trump is impeached. You know what? Trump also has his own lockdown. And he's also calling it a Chinese oh fucking God. virus. The Chinese I'm virus. Like, there's, Girl, there's, abs- Chinese there's absolutely virus. no way that this man is going to get a... Re- he's promoting, he's promoting racism. racism. Like, it's like, if there's anything that the middle America hates that still are lenient about, like, maybe, I don't know who I'm going to vote for, is their yeah, freedom being right. taken away. <laughs> you're, right, you're, right, you're right about that, but I'm just, I guess I just yeah. look at it in terms of, like, he, like, he got to where he was in general by promoting racism, mm. by, you know, being him. fucking sexist. He's done all that shit. And so many people have come out and support him because nobody's ever done that before. Nobody's blatantly said, you know, this yeah. is how I feel. Fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to do it anyway. But yeah, but he's been, like, I feel like the past few years, like, people, even, like, the past two years, like, after the first year of his election, like, you know, people were, like, rightfully, like, calling him out. But I feel like it's been so apparent, like, even within this last year with the whole, like, war thing and him killing that um that oh, yeah, guy yeah, yeah. is it yeah, was it yeah, iran yeah. what country was that no Iran. like yeah. that was that um, was like iraq. the beginning of it and and now iran. it's like we are on lockdown and people aren't able to do things <laughs> i can't imagine people saying this is a strong leader this is who i want to reelect for the four but years i'm just saying what the whole, what the whole money thing, though, you know like people are, yeah. money buys a lot of things so for, for, for him to be sending out one thousand two hundred dollars which is right he should be doing that because no matter what if if yeah. if he doesn't do that what mm-hmm. he's what he's trying to do is prevent us going into a, a de- um, depression. And how how does that happen? That happens when people use all of their money and then they start using They'll credit money, yeah. because credit is money that people don't have. So yeah. if we dry up all of our all of our credit, that is us going into a, a, a mm-hmm. depression. So he's giving out that money so that people can yeah. use that instead of using their credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also that plan was enacted by Obama before Trump was even a thought about the presidency. So people are going to be like, wait, but you were so against this when Obama tried to do the same thing with the stimulus plan, but now you're doing it. So it's like he's literally doing Obama's playbook and he has no direction for what he wants to do. And I couldn't we couldn't have a worse leader for the situation right now. And I will do everything in my power as an influencer working in Los Angeles, talking to people I know to make sure that that man is not reelected. 
Yeah, no, I think I think he's full of shit and he has no idea what he's doing. And he's kind of just like saying Saying what he thinks that people need to hear it. Yeah, he's not like talking about anything. And like he's trying to find the cheapest way for them to for the government to get Mm. out of this, because I'm like, we're one of the richest countries in the world. And you mean that we don't have enough supplies? Yes. Bitch, I'm sure you can put a lot of money into this. And like the difference between the U.S. and China and the way that they're handling this is like something that America would never do. The amount of money that China's putting into recovering their country, they built hospitals yeah. for this, for the coronavirus. They build hospitals. I don't see any hospitals getting built up mm-hmm. in the U.S. No, they're building tents. It- tents outside for people yeah. to get treated in and not only that but in china in wuhan you have if you um are gonna leave your house like they're under lockdown too but if you're gonna leave your house you have to get your temperature mm-hmm. taken and if you're gonna enter your house, you get your temperature taken mm-hmm. again and the city of wuhan is also um disinfected and completely clean twice a day they go around with trucks disinfecting the city scrubbing the streets could you ever imagine something like that happening in the U.S.? Yeah, no. and yeah, we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world. Like, my ass, like, we, as a country, I'm talking to millennials. I'm talking to your boomer parents, your boomer family members, Gen, Gen Z Z's. kids, when you're able to start voting. We are not the greatest country in the world. I know that we have a great publicist back in the day, a great PR firm, to spin this notion that America <laughs> is a land of the free and your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. But we are not, and I feel like we are letting that blindside us to actually becoming a great country we are letting this notion that we are superior in this sense of nationalism cloud our judgment about what we truly are we are not taking this seriously we don't have enough medical facilities to take resources Resources. and nothing we don't even have medical medicare for all so people who may feel sick are even scared to go because they're scared of the bill we mm-hmm. need yes. to go out. We need to vote. We need to take this seriously. We have nothing but time to be home. Research the people who are running for state officials. Research the people who are trying to be elected. We are th- literally the last resort for this country. Like we, and, and the fact mm-hmm. that and we're not great, but we are influential in the rest of the world. We can dictate how mm-hmm. our we end our our lifeline. You know what I mean? Like, do we want to end it on a positive note, like by being the change that we seek, or do we just want to keep going with the status quo and like what we think is happening and literally be our own demise? Exactly. And you know, um, in terms of voting, the um, presidential primaries they still took place even though we were supposed to be on yeah. self quarantine. And I feel like that was just a distraction that mm-hmm. Trump was using in order for people not to go out and vote because you're telling us to stay six feet apart from everyone, not to be in groups of more than ten. But you're also telling us to go out and vote. You know how many people didn't go out to vote because they were too worried about being in contact with other people. Voting this last primary on Tuesday was the least like the least important thing in yes. his minds, you know? And he's using that he's using this coronavirus as a distraction yeah. so that people aren't paying attention to politics and then he gets yeah. reelected. Like if everything else is suspended in the country, there's no conferences, there's no music festivals, there's no gatherings. How how are you still gonna have voting going on? It's a fucking distraction. So it's like even though we're the quote unquote land of the free, he just took away your freedom right there, your right to vote. By using, like, this is yeah. a distraction that people aren't realizing. That, you know what I mean? He's finding loopholes around everything, and no one's paying attention to it because we're so worried about our families and our friends getting sick yeah. and dying. I just encourage everyone to, one, 
stay six feet away from everybody. And two, use this time if you are able to stay home. Use this time to research. And come November, be a leader. Be if that means going out to vote, and then also bringing I don't know fucking chairs to put in between people so we're all six feet away. Bringing masks or bringing gloves or whatever the fuck the case may be. Do everything in your power because we are literally not about to let a dictator use a virus that's killing members and people of our families and our country for him to get reelected. We are not. We are. Yeah, yeah. because I know. Sorry, in um, I believe it was mm-hmm. Illinois, one of the really cold states, uh, like Chicago, I, I think the city was, um, the news crews went out on the street because people were still trying to vote and they were still trying to exercise um, mm-hmm. social distancing. So they were sitting outside in like 20, 30 degree weather, freezing mm-hmm. their ass off, six feet apart. And they asked one of the people, how long have you been waiting? He's like two to three hours. And he wasn't even like next in line yeah. to vote. So it's like you... Like you're making it really hard for people to exercise their right to vote when it's you're making it so hard because in the voting facilities, obviously they're not allowing like the amount of people that they would normally allow. And then they're having to be like six feet apart from each other. So what? Ten people are voting yeah. at one time when how many thousands of people are waiting? And how many people how many voices ridiculous. are not being heard because of the ridiculous voting? Um the vote how like I was in line to vote and it took I actually couldn't even finish voting because it took so long. I was in line for three and a half hours yeah. and I wasn't even inside yet. And yeah. I went inside to get a look at it and see how long it would be if I wanted to like push through because I had to work the next day. And I looked, I'm like, oh my God, girl, this is another three hours inside. And it was only two working mm-hmm. voting booths and one person with an iPad. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible, and it's, it's so like archaic. not only it's so archaic. This whole thing. Yeah, and it's like not only are they making it really hard for you to vote, but they're ma- they're putting your lives at risk by trying to vote. Like, goddamn, you really want me to like go and stand in line for three hours around countless amount of people and putting yeah. myself in like yeah. exposure? Are you to- joking? What yeah. the fuck, dude? We have to talk to our senators and see like what we can do to like make this a better situation because. What what's happening right now is not it. And it's like not even being like a millennial or whatever the case may be. Like I know that our adults and ancestors just talk about the importance of voting and yada yada yada. But it's just like mm-hmm. it's just not an art it's just so archaic this system and like it's not beneficial to people who are working, who have like not everyone can take away six hours of their day to day life to stand in line to vote and not get maybe not get their vote their voice heard. Like we have to figure out things mm-hmm. that we can do. We have nothing but time. Like literally pressure your governor, your senator, make a write a list, like anything that you can do because we literally have to be looking out for the generations behind us. Yeah, and luckily this was only, like, the primaries and not the general election, but this whole thing, this whole pandemic can still be going on in November. Mm. There's no reasonable end in sight. So what are we going to do for the general election, you know? And, like, that's in November, and you know what that season is? It's It's cold cold. outside. It's cold outside. More people are going to be sick during that time, so are we just not going to yeah. vote, you know? And of course, all the Trump supporters are going to go yeah, out and vote. All... <laughs> I don't know. I just think that, like, we need, we also need to, like, have a conversation on, like, 
how we're spending our free time, just like how you guys, how you guys said that, you know, you should be doing it with something like something productive. I'm just going to give like a little rant on like how people are not. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been on like social media where like, People like our age, millennials, are mm -hmm. there's like this huge little like trend going on. You know how like how you said before, Latif boomers. So like there's a there's a whole trend mm -hmm. going on because younger people think that they can't get it. Oh, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go cough on a boomer today. Yeah. And it's like what? Like oh, I'm gonna yeah. go kill somebody. It's like yeah. Why? Like what, first of all, mm -hmm. why is that a thought in your mind? Second of all, how selfish can you be? Not only do you not care about quarantine or anything, now you're mm -hmm. now you're taking it to the next step and being like, I'm going to go intentionally put somebody in danger. For but why? Like for what? Purposely. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that we need to really hold on, let me tweet this real quick. Um, I think we like, need to not let this get in our heads so much. Like I know it seems unnatural to not be able to go outside or like to see our friends or do things that we're so accustomed to doing, especially in a first world country. But there are countries that actually don't have these options that are way less equipped for these type of things. So one, we should be a little bit grateful that we're even able to remotely deal with it. And two, I think we shouldn't let this turn us into the bad guys i know that being you know quote unquote a good person or someone with morals we're just like oh my god we're always the ones who have to like take a bullet for the team like i want to like take the person out who's like yeah. always like you know not following protocol and just take them out like no don't don't be don't become them because you're frustrated yeah. like don't cough on an old person don't yeah, resort, don't resort to, to violence, violence. what is that gonna do like if we win based off of that then are we really winners or you know what i mean like we, we become yeah. the person that we're trying to like defeat so i think it's really important to just yeah. like really self-reflect about like what where your frustration is coming from how you can um handle it in a positive manner yeah it's just it. like yeah don't, i mean i've also seen on youtube like people like this is shitty yeah. and I think that like it's it's shitty that people are doing it, but I mean obviously people are gonna do whatever they can to survive. But I've seen on YouTube people making videos about like, mm -hmm. oh, how to how to get rich quick during the pandemic, blah blah blah. And this like one of the videos I saw was um somebody yeah. it was like it was a guy, he was literally going into stores, Walmarts, Targets, anywhere mm -hmm. around him, and just buying all the baby formula. He used all the mm -hmm. all the money that he had in his savings to buy yeah. baby formula and it's like at first, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm realizing mm -hmm. that he's going onto websites like Amazon and eBay and stuff like that and selling the formula for twice, mm -hmm. quadruple the price. And he's making he's making actual money off of it because yeah. guess what? Kids literally have to eat. So if there's nothing on the shelves, these moms aren't gonna like like let their kids go without. But it's like we are all we are already stressing and having yeah. so much to go through that you're gonna put somebody through even more just so that you can get a couple bucks. Exactly. Yeah, I I think that if we were to call for someone, let me stop. Um, if we I, had to choose, <laughs> if we had to choose somebody, no, I think that pandemics and just like events like these always like bring out the worst in people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not something new. Like this happened in the twenties, like back in the nineteen twenties mm -hmm. when they were like actually in the depression. Like we see movies of people who just want to get by and like they're not strong enough to do it without you know getting a one-up on someone um 
I just think that we should shame them. Not shame them like beat them up or anything kind of violence, but it's like not buy their shit. Or if you can, if you see something for someone who's without, buy it for them so they don't have to spend like $50 for a roll of toilet paper. And I think these people should be ashamed of themselves for even trying to think Mm -hmm. of a a get rich quick scheme because we're all struggling. Like people may not have that money to even buy it. And you're stuck with all this shit. And now you look stupid because you have all this goddamn (laughs) hand sanitizer and all this goddamn toilet paper. No one's going to buy it. I think people are going to. There's no humanity in it, but I think people are getting smart uh, smart to it because, like, we're seeing people are not even able to sell it. So, like, we're like, aha, look at you. You look so stupid with all this goddamn sanitizer, and we're not going to buy it because, exactly. like, people are still They're not going to close <laughs> you the know grocery what I mean? it's like, y'all. It's not like the supermarket. Yeah, like, the grocery stores aren't closed, and y'all buying and hoarding food so old yes, people can't that's even a good buy point. shit. So it's I actually crazy. wanted to talk about how a lot of um, grocery stores have now opened hours for seniors exclusively. Um, like Publix, um, they are now opening from, I believe, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. only for seniors, so 65 and mm-hmm. up, so that they mm-hmm. can get their stuff first before anyone else. Because, you know, a lot of these old people aren't keeping up with what's going on. You know, we are a young generation and we're very technical technologically mm-hmm. savvy and so we're on our phones we're getting the news first and we're the yeah. ones that are over buying and stocking up on things and then when the senior generation the people who are actually like most at risk for contracting this virus go to buy supplies they don't have any and that's so mm-hmm. selfish it's like how how much toilet paper do you really need yeah. how much are you actually shitting you know and like you don't need 20 bottles of hand sanitizer you know what you Girl. can do wash your fucking hands it's as simple mm-hmm. as washing your hands of course you need hand sanitizer yes. for in between when you know you don't have a sink available but damn you don't need 20 bottles of hand sanitizer mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah someone actually on um, instagram did the math for how many times a day you would have to shit for the amount of toilet paper that you're getting. I'm not sure. I think someone from Costco yeah. got like those big giant box ones. And he said that you would have to shit oh my God. 45 times a day. That's like three sheets per shit for you, for it to even make sense. Yeah. Like, exactly. And you know, men 45 times need, a day. I mean, not going to say only need, but you guys aren't necessarily wiping your penis after you pee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you're a girl who like actually like needs yeah. to wipe. Like how much toilet paper do you guys really yeah. need? I think it's funny that that's what was selling out before anything is toilet paper. Like what? <laughs> I think that is so interesting too. Like, cause you know, when it first started happening, like I went grocery shopping yeah. before like the madhouse happened. Like, not even thinking that it was going to be mm-hmm. like this crazy, I just, which is going. And then all of a sudden, like, everyone's like, oh my God, like, we have to go shopping. So I'm like, shit. And I know it's like a, a yeah. hard effect where, like, you see everyone else doing mm-hmm. it. It's so like, shit, maybe I'm supposed to be doing it too. But I'm like, I already have everything. And then I, I'm seeing on Instagram <laughs> that people are buying toilet paper. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Why toilet? Like, I, at first I thought maybe because, like, they're sneezing a lot and maybe they, they don't want to, like, they need tissue for their noses or something. And yeah, you can wash your ass. Really still doesn't like, make if sense. You have like, to, if you have to go, like, uh, like, you don't even, people yeah. are like, oh, I don't want like to get all the way in the shower. Okay, well, take a washcloth, t- t- take some soap, and wipe, wash your, dry your ass. I don't understand what the, what the issue is. Yep. <laughs> or like you know the paper towel thing i'm like you, know, you guys know that you can like use a towel yeah. to dry your hands right like that's a thing like <laughs> what yeah 
it's like y'all are literally wasting so much but i'm just happy that mm-hmm. the supermarkets that are was still scary over. i think people were just are really afraid mm-hmm. that everything was going to be closed and we're like oh my god like the grocery store is gonna be closed like i have to go to the pharmacy for my prescriptions so i'm like oh my god like how am i gonna get like my medicine or like my allergy shit so i'm just like yeah. what but i'm happy that those are still open and yes people like they, they will be restocking just disinfect things when you get it like make sure when you go to the grocery store that like you're six feet away from everybody like like just follow protocol but like you're the things that you yeah. really need are still going to be open you know what i mean like you do not need to panic buy like they're acting like girl they act like aliens are literally coming from the, the sky yeah and, like, and um, i know that us. a lot of grocery stores are taking the hard work out for us um you know like when i went to public yes. the other day there's a person in the front designated to sanitizing all of the uh, shopping carts before you get it so if someone uses mm-hmm. it they take it and they sanitize it for you so it's like it's not even like you have to do anything hard you know what i mean just when you go into the grocery store yeah. and make sure that you're staying yeah. six feet away from everyone which is funny because i went to the to the grocery store mm-hmm. yesterday people were hurdled up together i was like you guys mm-hmm. need to get away from me they were sitting girl i'm like am i the yeah. only person in here legitimately trying to stay away from people because i'm like you guys are really close to each other right now like touching hands and stuff i'm like oh no you no know, no I, I said the same thing yes i went to the, i went to the grocery store like a couple days ago to get like just like uh, some eggs and like tofu and shit like that like nothing crazy and like i went in there and not that it was like a madhouse but it was pretty like packed for a little bit but they did close the doors so that it mm-hmm. wouldn't get like you know overwhelming but um i was in line and someone behind me was like yeah actually social distancing and i'm just like i feel like sometimes i feel like only millennials and gen z are the ones who are actually following uh, every single thing not even well not all of us but the ones who are on the internet all the time who are like really yeah. like paying attention or are like you know what i mean like people who are like who are on the phones a lot yeah. like who actually are like plugged into the internet are the ones who are mm, doing it's like yes or no what though, is supposed because, to be done and okay, not everyone so... does that yeah, we may be the ones who are most informed, but we're also the ones having the house parties and we're also the ones going on spring break. And so going to like, spring yes break for no. the beach. I feel like millennials. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like people aren't realizing that time is passing and the millennial generation is older than what they think. So it's like, we're the ones who are staying home yeah. and shit. It's Gen yeah, Z like, that's going out and going on vacation and going to yeah. uh, the bars and going out to spring break and all that shit. <laughs> so I feel like it's annoying to hear that. They didn't have to deal with any, they didn't have to deal with any pandemics. Like they had no pandemics to deal with. Like we had like, we had H- you we know, had we H1N1, had which is crazy. And then we had, that was last year. Yeah, H1N1 was last year with slide. Obama yeah. and it wasn't like that. Wait, what are you talking I mean, about? No, it was, was nice. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, that, was another, that was another huge virus that was big, but <laughs> that that spread and killed a, lot, a, whole, a whole lot of a whole bunch of people too. Was handled. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That took out more people than yeah. Corona. Well, yeah. Just, just <laughs> so FYI, far, you. Well, yes, yes, so far, but just the way that that was totally handled different. in comparison to how Corona has been handled, and we only had. So How many I have died statistics. in America so, so far? So from H1N1, which is swine flu that Robert's talking about, I, th- I believe that 12,000 people ended up dying from that. So currently, as of today, in the U.S., we have 16,600, I'm sorry, 16,067 cases of coronavirus so far. That doesn't mean that those are the only people that are infected, but we have limited amount of tests in the U.S. So, so mm-hmm. far, diagnosed 16,000 and then 219 deaths yeah. from it and 125 recovered. And the scary part about it is like, of course, 
like that 16,000 is only that low because we don't have enough tests for every single person to get tested. And the amount of deaths from it, quote unquote, what if people are dying and they're just not, they weren't diagnosed with it? Exactly. Because people die from the flu every year. You know, so what if they just thought they had the flu? So, you know, these numbers are just- You have an autopsy to, you know, roll it out. Yeah, not everyone gets an autopsy, Robert. Yeah, I just you don't just you don't you don't just die and they get an autopsy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and your family comes has like, to request yeah, an autopsy, I, or that, the medical examiner has to think that there's a reason why you get an mm. autopsy. If you die, you don't just automatically well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get an but if, if you if you died die. randomly and with the whole coronavirus thing going on, I think that those would be reasons to get one. Yeah, but a lot of people die from the flu and they don't get yeah. autopsied. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people who are older who end up dying and people don't know why they die, but because they're old, they don't no, get yeah, I guess, Do you know I what guess, I mean? I so, guess I'm just saying that like with the times that we're in now, people would be more likely to do that. But from that before, people, yeah. you know what I mean? We're only starting to take yeah. it seriously within the last two yeah. weeks. What about the people from before? This has been going on for months. So it's like, you know, these oh, numbers... Yeah. 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 Exactly. So like the number can be and so like, like inflated. you know with the coming weeks and the coming yeah. availability of tests, this number is going to skyrocket. But I feel like people need to. And I feel people are gonna mm-hmm. like yeah they're gonna wow the number's so big like, oh like like there's more cases. It's like it's like no people are now getting like I I'm the positive person in this. Um, <laughs> I'm was it Paula Abdul? Um, I think that people need to be aware that in the next coming weeks, you're going to see drastic numbers. And I think that that's going to be scary. But I want you to be mindful that the positive of it is getting a much more realistic number about the cases so that we can be much more aware about the situation at hand and not go around mindlessly thinking, oh, only 1,600 people out of like the however many millions of people live in America. No, we're getting a more concise number. And from that point, we can get a much better response to how we can go about this and eventually get back to our lives so we just have to have to push through this not let panic you know consume us just take it day by day check in with your family members talk to friends (laughs) limit where you get your facetime oh girl yeah facetime um make sure you're limiting how many news sources you're getting your information from and make sure that it's a credible news source because Everyone ha- suddenly now has a cousin, uncle, brother who once was in the military, who's abducted <laughs> by aliens, who knows that this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, knows information about Corona that we all don't know. Like, limit where you're getting your information from. If you're on Facebook, I encourage you to delete it. <laughs> or at least, or at least limit it and make sure if you're someone who is, you know, checking in or like someone who's on the internet um, a lot. And has a credible source to relay that to your older family members who maybe yes, aren't on it because you know they're not really tech savvy and sometimes their only source of information is from facebook or the news and that can be so overwhelming like i had to tell my mom like girl please stay home like i know like you're not in that like she's 58 yeah. and you like like you literally have to be like 65 and like like almost like dying for you to get like admitted to the hospital so i'm just like girl please like be safe Mm -hmm. like wash your hands all the time like don't touch your face and she works in hospitality cleaning so like she like by default has like have gloves like masks on anyway so i think she'll be fine but just in regards to like her everyday life like if she's going grocery shopping i'm just like 
either have my sister who is like 30 years old go mm-hmm. out and do it for you or like just stay home you know what I mean like I know for yeah for sure and the mask different. thing is what I wanted to another point that I wanted to touch on I know that everyone is like buying up all of these surgical masks because they think that like oh if I wear a mask in public then I'm gonna be safe and if I wear gloves then I'm gonna be safe but a lot of these people are using the mask incorrectly and they're using gloves but still touching mm. their face I'm like Gloves don't stop bacteria yes. and don't stop viruses. It's still on the surface of it. So stop touching your face altogether. Um, your face, your mouth, your nose, your eyes, your ears, those are all portals of entry. So if you just don't touch those areas, you'll be okay. Obviously, wash your hands. And then um, honestly, like if you mm-hmm. are practicing social distancing properly and you're staying six feet away from people, there's no reason for you to be wearing a mask. You need to leave masks for essential personnel. There's hospital workers, doctors, nurses who don't have enough personal protective equipment available because so many people are buying them up and they're having to literally go to arts and craft stores making their own masks while they're trying to handle all of these sick patients. Like there's people who are going using a mask mm-hmm. to go to the grocery store and I'm like, girl, there's you're you're probably not going to encounter anyone sick at the grocery store. Meanwhile, all of these doctors and nurses are face to face within six feet of their patients, yeah. and they're having to reuse masks that are supposed to be one time use. Like, please, our doctors and nurses are getting yeah. sick because they don't have enough equipment. That is horrible. Yeah. Please stop buying up all of the medical equipment when you don't need it. Stay your ass at home. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Yeah. Like, stay yeah, away from sure. people. Yeah. Don't freak I out, guess guys. my overall yeah, message would be it. that, like, yeah, we're talking about, like, the washing hands and all that stuff. But at the same time, I think that we have to, like, talk about actual safety because while this whole pandemic has been happening, the gun sales mm-hmm. have been rising. And I think that we can, we can Ooh, you know, yes. expect that there's going to be a lot more crime happening because Violent. when you don't have people who who can't work and can't feed themselves and you're putting them into a position where things are getting tight, you need to be actually worried about your own safety in terms of like actual like break-ins mm-hmm. and crimes and stuff like that, because that is going to increase. So I would make sure that like, you know, while you are at home and you are in your house that you do have like your security. I mean, if you have a dog, that's great. But I mean, like, I think that it's not, it's not to the point where it's happening a bunch yet, but I think that we're going to start getting there as the weeks keep getting longer mm-hmm. and people still aren't able to get in, get to work. You know, if that server who, you know, doesn't, can't afford anything and they have nothing else to lose, you know, that's, that's what breeds crime when you have nothing else to lose. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like I know that people are going to start looting. So they're going to start breaking into places and stealing and trying to rob people. So I know that a lot of people have purchased guns and obviously that's not like necessarily what you should jump to first but just make sure that you're protected like keep your doors Mm -hmm. locked keep your eyes open if you're walking at night make sure make sure you're aware of your surroundings you know as you should be all the time but robert's right like crime rates are going to go up because people are panicking people don't have enough money they can't feed their families they can't feed themselves so they're going to start robbing people and i mean it's not happening now but like you said give it a few weeks you know let people get really really hungry let people you know, not be able to pay pay for their car and their rent, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's scary. That's, that's the scary part to Mm. me. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, that human, Mm -hmm. human beings are destructive. Like we're in a lot of the positions that we're in all of the time because of people. So I'm like, it's, it's going to be terrifying to see how this ends up playing out. If this carries into summer and carries into fall. It's just shitty that like, uh, you know, to watch like the Italians on like TikTok and stuff like that. And they're like, 
they're like they're like making music and they're like you know Singing. chanting and cheering together and then it, it comes to america and the gun sales rise it's like oh you know like of yeah. course though yeah. you know what i mean the right to bear arms baby girl we are yeah we are such a divided mm-hmm. country that we're not going to be kumbayaing <laughs> until the, the reason. Like, there's, there's so much, there's so much history in America that hasn't been dealt with yet, and you can't heal as a country, as a person, as an individual, as a unit until those things are dealt with. We can't, we can't be holding hands. <laughs> we can't. Okay. <laughs> we, we can't be doing all like you know like the, these yeah. countries like Italy all they're mm-hmm. a community they are family we as Americans are like just a conglomerate mm-hmm. of people who just happen to be living yeah, in the same no, area there's together no sense of community. and there's no sense of community because we're so divided and I think that you know the positive that we can try and do just from the safetyism of our homes is just check in with people that maybe you haven't talked to before. Maybe send a positive message to someone who might be feeling down. Um, try and foster a sense of community with someone that you didn't think that you would want to do that with. You know what I mean? This th- that is how we can combat all the negative energies by being positive with people that maybe don't have the support system that mm-hmm. me, uh, you know, that I have or that exactly. you may. Have. Thank God for social like, media. Right? positive beacon Can reach out to everybody yeah i think like use social exactly use social media to be a positive influence i know everyone's scared but just so much negative yeah. comments and so like we know we know what's happening we know what we gotta do like this the facts are facts right now like stay inside like we know these things right now the only thing that we can do right now is try and remain positive offer help the best way you can if you're financially stable like maybe like lend a few dollars to someone who is just trying to get a meal you know what i mean like this is how we um, differentiate ourselves from our predecessors in the past who maybe start like yeah. resorted to killing or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. be a beacon of hope for someone. You know what I mean? Be the change you want to see. Like, be, be positive. It's gonna. It's, it, it's gonna take all of us see. to like get through this, yeah, and I'm right. hoping that like the main the main group that I want to reach with like you know okay. what our podcast is. We push through our 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 age group, our the, our millennials, <laughs> because. As long as uh, the faster that we can get every all of us on board and on the boat to you know getting this shit taken care of, then the faster everyone else will follow suit. But it starts with us, and when we need to do it first, yeah, yeah, it does start with us. Exactly, we are so extremely influential, and it's not even being someone who is a millennial. But yeah. now we're adults. I'm 27 years old. Like the oldest millennial is like almost yeah. 40. Like we literally yeah. are next up. Like, and we're, we grew up with technology. Like, what a better generation to foster a sense of community mm-hmm. than us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, be the change that we want to see lying. so And badly. let it start with the coronavirus. You know what I mean? This is going to change our country forever. Yeah. There, there is no, no normal yeah. now. Do you know what I mean? The life that we lived pre-coronavirus yeah. is never going to happen again. So, you know, we need to use this to create a new society for ourselves, a new way of living, a new way of looking at each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is like yeah. such a pivotal yeah. moment a in po- history. A more positive way. Please utilize it in a positive and way. I, I, and I want to say also is that, like, when you say that our world won't be the same way that it was before, that doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that we're all going to be fucking hunting and <laughs> gathering berries and shit. What, <laughs> what we're trying to say is that, like, 
obviously the way that our world was before pre-corona isn't the way that it should have been. You know what I mean? Like people were struggling to get by. People were barely making ends meet. We had barely had medical, like Medicare for everyone. Like, you know what I mean? Like we weren't necessarily at the peak of what we can be with this Corona. We are stripped mm. of all of that. So we need to start building a place that we want. You know what I mean? Like we always talk about a revolution, this side, the third, like, this is probably the closest we're gonna get to that. I mean, fingers crossed that like it doesn't go to like us having to like carry Mm-mm. muskets and shit. But hopefully, this is a pivotal moment for us. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe we should have Medicare for all like individuals. Maybe we should create these jobs that you know can like help with people who are sick or like have like things income that everyone isn't poor and like we all are just flourishing. Like, let's create that future from the um the rebels that we you know not the rebels but yeah we are we, we are right currently living through history beautiful. and we will we will we will be it's the ones crazy. to decide yeah. what happens yes. next so yeah we're gonna be yeah. the ones to tell this story mm-hmm. so let's write it the way what we want you know let's carry the correct narrative so we don't look like idiots like we have for the past how long now <laughs> this is the truth Girl, well, this, do y'all do y'all part that's our main message from R&B, and with that, I think that we covered everything that we needed to cover in terms of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please, everyone, stay safe. Yeah, you know so what I mean? Too. We do not want to lose... Yeah, stay we safe. do not want to lose any other people, um, and we want to see, you know, yeah. everyone make it out of this pandemic. Um, but we will be here mm-hmm. next week. I mean, we're going to we'll be, be apart from distance. each other, but we will still be <laughs> recording episodes. Yeah, just keeping our distance. <laughs> but if you guys want to keep up with us, you can find us on social media. Um, our R&B social media, I'm sorry, Instagram is the official underscore R&B. And my Instagram is BRBTT. Yes, and my Instagram is Rob Bates, R-O-B-B-A-T-E-S-S. What about you, Latif? Um, so mine is currently L-V-T-E-E-F okay, underscore. Okay, awesome. And you guys, make sure... That if you guys like our podcast, you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Tell your friends about us. Help us spread the word. Yeah. Get us out there. Um, Give us five stars if you can. And, of course, we love you guys so much. Please stay safe. Wash your fucking hands. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.